Five years ago, Thanos erased half of the population of the universe. But the people of this planet brought everyone back with a snap of a finger. The sudden return of the population provided the necessary energy for the emergence to begin. Seven days. We're Eternals. We came here 7,000 years ago to protect humans from the deviants. Why didn't you guys help fight Thanos? Or any war, all the other terrible things throughout history. We were instructed not to interfere in any human conflicts unless deviants are involved. By who? We need to find the others. I haven't seen some of them for centuries. Hi. Hello. This is what the end of the world looks like. At least we have front row seats. You know what's never saved the planet? Your sarcasm. We have loved these people since the day we arrived. When you love something, you protect it. This even made of vibranium. Fall collection. IKEA. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our spoiler review for Marvel's Eternals. This is our full spoiler review. We did the we did the non-spoiler review a couple days ago, so if you want to go check that out, it's right there on our page. But we are doing the spoiler review for Marvel's Eternals. I am here with some special guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Cinemania Live, we have Hannah. Hi. How are you? Hello, Hannah, and we have from the Cinemania World team and YouTube, Tyler Calvert. Hello. Hello. It's Eternals time, I suppose, for spoilers. There's a lot to talk about with this film, because it is quite a long film, but that's not a bad thing. Oh, we got shit to talk about. <laughs> we have shit to talk about. And lastly, we are joined from the Cinemania World team. We have Kobe. Kobe, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy, Kobe Mack, and I'm finally back on the Cinemania World podcast. Sure, you ready for that, Mr. Whitman? Oh my god, you know, all right, all right, we'll get into that. But, um, <laughs> all right, everyone, we are talking full spoilers for Marvel's Eternals. Uh, that's the only warning you get to get. Uh, this is it. If you haven't seen it, 
please go see it. I've seen it three times now. Seems like a lot of people have seen it because it opened very well. Mm -hmm. It's aging like fine wine to me. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) so if you haven't seen it, uh, go watch it and come back. Listen to our thoughts. We're going full heavy spoilers in three, two, one. Okay, everyone. So everyone dies. I'm sure. I'm sure. Can you not? (laughs) So uh, I'm sure everyone wants to get right into like the ending. I guess how everything happened and wrapped up the post credit scenes and all that type of stuff. But I actually wanted to start with just. I know we all have. Mixed thought, not like mixed thoughts, but I know we have different thoughts on the movie. Um, that's what I like about the movie. It's garnering different different kind of reactions and stuff. So uh, everyone knows where I stand, whether you've seen my Twitter or you've just seen, uh, if you heard the review, I really like this movie. Uh, after watching it again today, I really, I've liked it even more. And um, yeah, every time I watch it, I just enjoy it more and more. So uh, yeah, um, I want to go to Hannah because Hannah... Uh, I haven't gotten your I haven't gotten your podcast thoughts of the movie. Yet. We've had you know chats and messages and your Twitter and stuff, but I don't really associate with Hannah Twitter. So <laughs> her own sphere of Twitter. Twitter. Dwayne had me on that uh, mute. <laughs> Hannah Twitter can be a little crazy sometimes. But Hannah, hello. Uh, what were your thoughts on Eternals? Full of spoiler thoughts. I loved it. Um, I was I was a little scared going in because of how divisive it is um i wasn't sure how i was gonna what which side of the coin i was gonna fall on and i was very scared of larry hurting my feelings if i didn't like it um (laughs) but thankfully i loved it (laughs) and i i think it's super cool that this movie has garnered this kind of response i mean i would have loved for it to come out and be like you know critically acclaimed and everyone loved it but i think it's really cool that this is the first time that we've had a marvel movie be divisive like this like actually divisive instead of like you know 87 percent you know certified fresh on rotten tomatoes like basically everybody loves it but then there's just those people on twitter who hate everything that marvel does and they complain about everything. so shut up <laughs> 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 but I, I i think it's really cool to see how like everyone has responded so different differently to the movie obviously i'm in the uh the minority camp? with absolutely loving it. Uh, what? What do you mean, Cap? No, like I you feel were in like the a lot of loving it. <laughs> oh, okay. I was, say, I was gonna say I feel like a lot more people have disliked it than like it. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, I feel like I I was kind of always destined to love this movie, anyways, because it is very much like in my realm of what I like in movies, like slow burn. You know, just a lot of like conversations, very much what I dig. So, <laughs> yeah. So, is it yeah. sa- is it safe to say that even before the movie coming out, your flag was planted? No. Okay. No, no, no. See, we're not doing that because <laughs> I. You can even go on, this, <laughs> on City Media Live, Hannah. I mean, I was always the one like ah, Eternals. Yeah. I mean ah, and all that type of stuff. And then, especially when Feige started coming out talking about, oh, this is going to be a Oscar. You didn't award even like winning. the trailers. No, I thought the trailers was all right. You know, so you're uh, more when, higher in it than I am, and yeah, you were and the then, one that was more cautious going in. Then, then when Feige started started doing the uh, award winning stuff, I, it just turned me off. So I was like, yeah, I don't know, I'm not gonna like this movie. <laughs> then I saw those first critics, like the uh, actual critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Then I was like, uh, are we? I don't. Know. I watched the movie like okay, the first time I watched it was like two, two, three weeks ago, and I was like. 
listen, 50 whatever percent and and some of these movies in this MCU have like 68 and 65 whatever dude i was just like okay um this this seems like this is the weirdest movie for everyone to like i i i'm, I'm trying i'm watching it this is my third time today watching it i'm still trying to get what everyone's so angry about and stuff with the movie i don't get it uh tyler how are you how what, what are some of your spoilerish thoughts on marvel's eternals oh man well adding on to what you were saying Dwayne, i'm also kind of surprised at just how bad the scores are because i actually just looked not that long ago before we started talking about this on the review and it's at 48 percent on rotten tomatoes now. it's, it's crazy that it keeps dropping Mm. Yeah, I figured it would just stay at a certain level, and then it would just kind of teeter a little bit up, a little bit lower, but now we're in the 48%. Uh, anyway, I also really enjoyed the film. I I was a little excited going into the film. I like Chloe Zhao, and I also, like, like some of the Eternals, like, I was never, like, super big on the Eternals. I don't, to be fair, I feel like a lot of people aren't very big on the Eternals as far as the comics go. They've never been, like, a hot-selling comic in the Marvel, you know, universe, but... I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was one of those things that was tough because you have so many characters that you have to juggle and introduce all within one film. So I guess I understand why the runtime was so long. But I think for the most part, it was probably one of Marvel's riskiest films as far as that goes when it comes to the way that the story was told. It was a very unconventional style, especially with the MCU formula that we all know. And I think for the most part, it was really well done. I mean, most of the characters I thought were really fleshed out by the end. There were a couple of characters I wasn't a big fan of, which we'll get to, I guess, when we you know have more group thoughts. But I think for the most part, it did what it was you know set up to do. And... It's just a shame that uh, the MCU formula, everybody was expecting it, and they got angry because you want new things, and then you get new things, and then you don't want new things when you actually are given new things. Well, let's let Kobe give his thoughts. I'm worried here. Colbison, take it away. So, like, I titled my reaction as Mad Weary. You see what I did there? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I mean... This just had me mad weary. However, going in, like, I really, I try to do my best now to go into films as cold as possible. Um, it's kind of hard because we're human, right? Like, we we have these subconscious internal biases and expectations, and this is a property that exists within an even bigger property, and we are a part of the machine. You know, as film critics and movie reviewers, we are very much a part of this machine. And like Tyler said, man, we do want something new, but then there's also a formula and there is things that there's kind of like um, a math and science to filmmaking and going into this movie, I tweeted, it is, there's nothing like a brand new MCU movie release day. It's like, you know, you, you step outside and the air smells different, right? You just get excited and it's cool that we've been able to be a part of this process, be a part of the machine for like the past decade plus and Chloe Zhao coming back off of a double Oscar win, director and picture, the expectations were high. Now, granted, she didn't win off the back of that and then get this property. This was already in the works. I think that the expectation, mm-hmm. the expectations were almost maybe too high. Like you said, Dwayne, they were talking about awards talk with this movie, right? They were talking about, I don't know where I heard it and can't remember it, that they said this is the greatest pitch that they've ever heard. The bar has been set. And the bar gets set cinematically when you have Endgame, when you have um, uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, when you have Guardians of the Galaxy, 
So to Tyler's point, with this particular property, these are kind of those off the cuff, you know, you know, C level characters who is this going to work, right? And they have everything lined up in front of it that could make it work. The most diverse cast that we've ever seen, principally on the big screen for a Marvel property, right? Where the lead of our film is Selma Hayek. We have Gemma Chan. Um, we have the first openly gay character performing. And it's so weird when I say it out loud, like performing mm. a gay act, right? <laughs> but like, that's just where we are, right? Like, this is like this big mm. thing. Um, we have a character um, that is, uh, I believe, Makari, she's deaf. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is it, it was interesting. They never referred to her as deaf in the film. No. Mm-hmm. Which, I, which I liked. Yes. Like yeah. the, the, There was something like this film is deeply representative. And I think that a lot of folks came into loving this film for what this film represents and stands for. However, I've been able to parse what it stands for versus what I got at the end of it. Um, this is by far not a bad movie. Let me repeat. This is not a bad movie. It's not a good movie, but it's in that pocket on the Colby told me scale. That's like, it's not a good movie. It's not a bad movie because yo, there's goods to be had here. You get the Chloe Zhao penchant of cinematography. There are beautiful pictures in this movie. However, there's too many inconsistencies next to those beautiful pictures where I'm very sure when you make a two hour and 37 minute movie, they, that means they shot five hours worth of stuff. Chloe Zhao is an upstanding individual. We're not going to get no Chloe mm-hmm. cut, no Zhao cut, but I guarantee you there's a whole other movie that was left on the cutting room floor. And I think that's where the machine doesn't mesh with what she truly brings to the table. And I felt it with inside of the cinematography, within the editing, with definitely within the screenplay, which ultimately hindered the performances. Um, I do believe that this film was a miss. I think it would play better as a Disney Plus series. Um, but hey, um, we have enough left with those two stingers that um, it's interesting to see what will happen moving forward. Started to cut out a little bit. You said you said it's, you said it's going to be interesting to see what happens moving forward. Correct. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I I agree with that. Saying that it's I, I'm interested to see what hap, what happens going forward. Um, I don't think the movie was a miss. I think it was great. I'm saying. I, I think the movie was a bit of a mess. But... No, no, I'm not, I said miss, miss, oh, miss, oh, miss. Okay. But mess, yeah, I can, I can. I mean, that so I mean, so. I... I don't like to be that critic. I, I, do you feel like critics use messy too much? I feel like it's an overused critique and I don't like to use it. Like messy is like, oh, this is sloppy. This isn't sloppy because this is all planned. It's just something that is more of a miss in the sense of ultimately what Marvel's job is to do is to sell this product. And now that we are two days into its release, it's making money, but there is validity to the Rotten Tomatoes aggregate. There is validity to the cinema score and there's something unique about this film being the most divisive film in the MCU that we've got, where there is merit to people's laments. What is interesting is that we have people within our industry that I think are conflating a lot of things that are going on. I mean, you guys have heard about the Clayton Davis thing, right? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw. And the thing is, his specific words, I I feel like were a misstep because... It's hard for the uh, come on. I mean, one, I cannot wait to be mm-hmm. a Rotten Tomatoes approved critic, right? So these same critics, you know, the couple or so hundred, you know, uh, reviews that we've seen that are being highlighted that are representative of the currently fifty-two percent that believe that this is not a good movie, right? These are the same critics that also critiqued mm-hmm. 
Black Widow, that also critiqued Shang-Chi, that critiqued every other Marvel movie and a lot of other movies throughout the year. So are they all wrong or they just specifically pick this one because it's directed by what a lot of critics said who was the best director of last year? So I don't find much merit to that. I think that his laments were most so representative of the degenerates that are in the general audience. Uh, I, you know, what's interesting when you said the word, when you say uh, the when how critics use the word messy, that is actually how I feel about the movie. I really don't really understand the, I have seen a lot of messy, and I mean messy, movies and comic book movies. And I don't think... I mean, I, I don't think the... I, I feel like the word messy means like the movie's hard to follow and there's too many plot things at once. Correct. I think this this movie, what they... I don't, I don't consider it that because the movie, it introduces all the characters in the beginning. It shows you where they come from. Um, it introduces the characters. Then it goes to where, they, where they've all been. Then an issue happens and they all have to come together. Then they all kind of have some... Then they all ha- kind of have some like disagreements or whatever and then it plays out with that the only thing i would call like messy as far as like in the movie is probably the whole angelina plot line i just think that could have been cut out um but i think that's that's probably all i would call messy i don't i don't think the movie's messy at all especially when it's when you got when you got movies in this universe that are just like a just like i think i i consider guardians too messy I, I don't, but I wouldn't I call this, that. I wouldn't call this like messy. I think there's plenty of other movies that can garner that title, but I really, do, I really don't. I had, I didn't have an issue following the story. It didn't feel long to me. Uh, Dune, in some parts, definitely did feel long at, 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 to, to a point. When I can pick out a point in the movie where I'm like, okay, we got to wrap this up. Um, I feel like that in Endgame, when they get to Vormir, I'm like, all right, this is getting long. And then Dune, um, there's like a, there's like a part with the tent where I'm like, we got to hurry up and, wrap this up and stuff. Um, it's like the best you know, part. I just, <laughs> like, part. Oh, wow. None of those are bad parts. None of those are bad parts. Even the Vormir is not a bad part. At that part is when I'm like, all right, let's go. Like this is yeah. we've been, we've and, been here for like two hours and, and some Dwayne, minutes. You're a you writer, chilling. You're you're you you're know? a writer. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Hannah, but like I wonder, and and I'm not sure Tyler or Hannah if you guys write, but if you are a writer or just even like aspiring, there's like a clock that you have when you're watching a property where there's like this understanding of narrative structure. Like I said, in like in like my opening spiel, there's a science and a math to filmmaking, right? You just kind of have an idea where like, it's not that you're looking at your clock, you're just like, something tells me that where we are right now needs to be moving to something more dynamic. Um, I will say, anybody who says that this movie's boring, I really want them to provide context to what they find boring. There's nothing boring in this film. You may require, you may desire more, more action, something more dynamic. I don't consider that boring because everything that is happening is happening for a reason. That's why this film's not messy. Um, I have um, laments of the execution. You know, um, I know that I, I yeah. clearly believe they charted. Well, I was going to say when they, I mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh no, I was, I was going to say there was a clear A, B, and C of where the film goes. I just didn't I didn't I didn't love the path to get there. Um but it's it it it, it understands where it's supposed to be at and I don't find it confusing at all. Okay, go ahead, Hannah. I was gonna say with the messy thing. Mm-hmm. Me with messy, I don't usually think of it as a bad thing because I don't I when I watch movies and there's like unfinished arcs and some plot lines don't add up and there's like conveniences stuff like that 
that it doesn't really bother me all that much. It's just some things that I notice and it can come across as a little messy. But, you know, some of my favorite movies are like that. Birds of Prey, It Chapter 2. I mean, I adore those movies, right? But and Because they make me feel something. So it's like, it's hard for me to see these like technical things, quotation marks, technical things, and be like, oh, I, the movie's like two stars for me because it had this, this, and this wrong with it, um, technically. And like, when I walk away, like, bawling my eyes out or just like feeling like so fulfilled like it's hard for me to look at a movie and be like oh it's messy it's bad so like when i say messy i'm not saying it as a bad thing it's just something that i'm observing Mm -hmm. that's right yeah i wonder if maybe it's just the i mean it's one of those films that has non-linear storytelling and that's one of those things you jump back and forth a whole lot and maybe that's part of why general audiences aren't a big fan of that like, you know, it's yeah. kind of hard to follow yeah. in that sense. I hear that. Well, I think in well, this movie, I think... Dwayne, Dwayne, qu- question. As a writer, in this film, mm-hmm. typically we're taught that if mm-hmm. we're going to have a flashback, it has to be propelled by a protagonist or a strong supporting character. Many of these flashbacks just happen, not because of action actually instigating why it's going back. It's just choosing to go back. That part felt weird to me. Did it feel weird to you? Okay, so the, fir- the first... The first watch, I did find a little jarring how it'll go from them in a car to boom, we're in Babylon. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, I, I, I did the first time I was watching it. I was like, okay, but then I, but then after watching it a couple of times, I just got kind of used to it. But I will say, the first couple of times, I do, I, I, I kind of do wish the back, the, the like, you know, flashbacks. The, the flashbacks were a little bit more kind of cohesive mm-hmm. as far as like the way the way they kind like just kind of leaning into them you know it would go from like a scene and somebody would just stop talking and then like we're in like 15,000 I feel like Andromeda or whatever felt like that though I feel like that yeah. was like kind of like a stylistic choice because even like down to the dialogue it feels like that like the first 10 minutes into the movie I was a little like eh? bro like, it I happened- was scared Yo, my dude, Icarus. Okay, <laughs> Icarus sees, t- t- as far as they know, right? This is character-wise. Icarus sees Cersei. Cersei says, looks at the planet Earth. Isn't it beautiful? My dude says, my name's Icarus. And I go, what the hell was that? Like, <laughs> did he just blow her off? Not going to answer how beautiful the Earth is. It just my name's Icarus. Okay, here's, here's, <laughs> here's what I'll say. I see a lot of, uh, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I, le- I see a lot of people talking about the script. And at first, I was like, I mean, you guys, it's whatever. Um, especially when you guys champion these other MCU scripts, like this is the Suicide Squad. Squad. So <laughs> the the scripts, though, I I think that just comes down to line the way they were delivered. No, um, I think it's a stylistic choice, and I was uh, completely on board with it after like twenty minutes. It was just like the first like ten minutes. It felt a little jarring because I, I it definitely felt like they're trying to find a way to make the Eternals speak differently than like humans and other people in like the MCU. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and, it, and like when it was revealed that the robots, it uh, definitely made more sense because the dialogue does feel like robotic. Like them always calling right. each other like their names by their names. I yeah. feel yeah. I, well, every single I didn't time and like that. stuff like that. Like it definitely my, my felt thing, that way. My thing with that is that I didn't feel that way when Cersei said it. Then Richard Madden said it. I was like Richard. Then uh, okay, so here's I'm gonna I'm gonna get in. I want to get into the actual movie as far as spoilers go. Um, Cause I'm actually, I have some different thoughts from when I first, when we first reviewed it with uh, Larry and Josie. Um, my mother was talking, my mother and I today were talking about like miscastings and um, she, 
My mother didn't like Cersei. And I was like, I like Cersei. I like Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan was good, right? right? Gemma Chan was good. Uh, but my mom did not like Salma Hayek. And I think I kind of agree. I think Salma Hayek was dangerously Oh, I disagree. Um, when she opens she the movie, when she opens the movie and she's like, "It is time," I said, "Oh God!" And then she's doing these <laughs> other. These, there's a lot of lines she has in here that are really cringe, and uh, some of the, some of her line delivery in this movie is like rough. And I get the whole robot thing, but I, I think Salma Hayek was. I, I just my mom was just like she just couldn't believe it. This for her is her performance, and I kind of agree with Mom Dukes over there. Um, so I loved her. I um, thought she just radiated so much. Warmth. Also, too, I loved um, it. I guess. Okay, so, and then also too, as far as like miscastings, uh, Sierra Miss Sprite, whatever. Uh, Sprite was Sprite was horrible. Yeah, like I, I, Sprite, Sprite had to go. Whoa. Um, Sprite what has she done before? Do, is she? Is this her first role? Beats me, man. No. I was just like, I don't know if it's the actor. I don't know if it's the character. I don't know because the character. I think it's the kid. both. I, I think Sprite it's both, bro. Is, She's Sprite got, was fucking annoying. She's got like, no oh presence. God. All of her line delivery was so wooden. Um, even her like she like her her mannerisms, the way that she walked, it was like really odd. I I don't know what it is. Um, it, I I I've, I've never heard of this actress before. You know, before this that film, fucking, so she comes across wig. It was probably the wig. Yeah, or something. The, 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 the wig was bad. <laughs> and the thing is, so this is the thing, right? Character wise. I get it. The, the the fact that we are introduced to her as an illusion, I'm like, oh snap, she's Kirsten Dunst in Interview with the Vampire. Like that is so much great dramatic work that's available to be done with that character. It's a lot of movie. Excuse me, it's a little bit of movie to be able to tackle so many characters. But just that one mm -hmm. scene at the bar that made sense to me. However. There was nothing else for her to do to be able to explore that. And I want a character, I want to know what their outer goal is and what their inner goal is. That scene gave me the inner goal. I got I thought I got the outer goal, but it never she never tells Icarus how she feels about him. Like, how do you write a movie? That would be inappropriate. I, I think, think that would be, be weird. No, well, I think, I think at that, I think I think at that point, then don't do it. I, exactly. I, think, I thought it was. I thought it was weird all around. Just this, this whole thing. You're in love with him, like, bro. This I'm looking at a 13 year old but, but kid. Also, this is the a thing weird. is, why would she tell him how she felt after everything, you know, concluded, and she decided to go back to the Eternals and ask them to like turn her human? No, but that's the thing, though. It's like mm. she made a choice. And in order for her to make, like, that's that's a part of this film that was missing the drama, right? She makes a choice that completely goes against her core beliefs, right? And it's only because she loves this man. So, she, like, it has to be begrudging for her. I need to be able to see her, like, when she's, you know, he has to be able to ask her, why'd you choose my side? Because I've always been on your side. You know, I've looked at like ever since the first time that I've met you, I've always wondered you and I'm, I'm torn. I'm living in this body and it feels like I'm in prison and stuff like this. And she tries to go in for a kiss and he pulls away. And that's what then makes oh, her change her mind. Oh, no, but, hey. no, but that's the thing. No, but that's that's the that's part. the drama that you write. You think, that, like, you think, you think Disney is going to be like, hey, let's yes. this. Let's, if this was okay. If this was like Warner Brothers or like, or like, I don't fucking know, Paramount, they, they'd probably go for it. No, see, she goes in for a kiss. And he no, no, pulls no. away. That's the thing, though. Like, even like putting that aside, I don't think I needed all of that. I think that would have felt a little melodramatic. Then, like, like, I, like Dwayne like, said, to she, me, it never should have been brought her up. Intentions were very clear. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think it was very clear to me, and like, I never had an issue with. It. I just thought she was annoying. Like her arc, <laughs> I actually thought was one of the most. Um, yeah, I thought her arc was actually one of the most. Uh, you know. Uh, 
complex in the movie. I, I I'm agree. surprised yeah. that she yeah, actually even too. got one because she had such little screen time and some of the Eternals who had more screen time didn't really get any. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I enjoyed you know her part in the movie for the most part. It's just I don't think their character is all that entertaining. So I, just, yeah. uh, I think at Larry least asked on me... On the bright side, shall we go on after this movie? Larry, Larry asked me oh. like my ranking of the characters and she's like the bottom. I thought Sprite was just... She's my out least of the Eternals, favorite, yeah. I would. Out of yeah, all the, yeah, I, I thought she was just. I was just oh like, yeah. what, what's going on? Absolutely. And, um, some of these powers are just don't need to be here. Her power is like it's like okay, it's like she can. It's like Loki's oh, power, can, right? Yeah, yeah, that was her power. It's like oh, I can spawn our, you know, people that look. She gave know, us a cool sequence though. I think that sequence, Which one? um, the one Against we first the, see the. the the deviant. Yeah, yeah, the deviant. When the first one comes to Cersei and Dane. And she's there. I think that's one of the coolest sequences in the movie. Oh yeah, agreed. Yeah. I just uh, her I just there's there's a there's a cooler there's a cooler Eternal who was who was awesome, and then he just died, and then Sprite's still here, I guess. <laughs> Gilgamesh was awesome. I, I loved me some. Gilgamesh I loved cool. me some some Don Lee Gilgamesh oh, just just punch. Oh my god! And I saw this in Colby Does Dolby like today, right? And even in IMAX. You can Bro, feel those every, punches, those Gilgamesh it, punches. It feels so amazing. Yeah. It feels mm-hmm. so good. I, I tweeted oh, this. Oh, man, it felt great. You yeah. know, while I got a lot of things against this film, this is one of the greatest depictions of superhero power sets in any Marvel film. Shoot, any. I would agree. It feels so, so realized. Like, even, yes. like, the ones that, like, aren't my favorite, like, Sprite. She's probably, like, my least favorite mm-hmm. power-wise. Even though I do mm-hmm. think that she gave some cool stuff, it's still very well realized. It is. Like, yes. I mean, the beach scene in the like, end is great. Sir... Surprisingly, my least favorite power, if we're going by that, was uh, was Cersei. I just thought it was yeah. She was. She's probably my second. I just thought. I just thought this is supposed to be the main character, and she is fleeing from these creatures because all she can do is make some sand and some like (laughs) flowers and butterflies and 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 butterflies. And I was like, "Ah, (laughs) all right, Cersei. But again, I don't know. The visuals, at least. (laughs) Ajax's power is pretty bad because my dude carries her off into like this ice cavern, and all. Thankfully, there's a gun somehow that she was able to use to fend for herself for a second until she, she gets yanked by these that dudes. is that is that is the leader and she just she just this is all i can do man yeah. like, i can just heal some folks and i can heal myself until i die i guess i don't know um yeah so as far as like my what was interesting too because everyone was talking about makari in this movie who was fantastic but I saw on Twitter, like, oh, my God, this is Macari's better than Flash. I was like, guys, I know the speedsters, yeah, but let's, let's the same, really. But here's, but here's my point, right? When I, heard, when, I heard, when I hear film Twitter say that, you know, it's film Twitter just trying to just divide audiences, ah, whatever, film Twitter. My mother was like, I like her more than Flash. I said, <laughs> what? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And she's just, I was like, she just does her speed stuff cooler. And I said, okay, so that's that's different. My it mother looks, is the one who said it. It Not, looks cooler. It does. It does. I wish that look, when he why, tells. I don't know why. It's like it's um. It's not what you expect from like you know a speedster because we've been fed so much of like the slow mo. Well, yes, you know? they didn't like, do the slow mo. Yeah. Right, right. With it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they didn't do it the slow motion. Really the the uh, you know the Age of Ultron slash like Quicksilver. You know, and the and then the X Men movie Quicksilver slow motion. Yo, the they way did. that she whoops up on Icarus is so like oh it's like in Dolby, you hear it like fantastic. like she's, that might she's be my throwing punches. In the movie. Yeah, it her is, little like, her. 
her race across the world was fantastic. My mom's yeah. like, whoa, like you know, yeah, it was, it was that that was all great and stuff. You know, we saw a little shot of that from yeah. the trailer. I wish, the, I wish the sequence was, brown, I wish that was a little bit longer. Yeah, to be to see a brown superheroine on screen, like I hope little girls can be able to be that for Halloween next year, right? Um, yeah, she was. I great. will say, I agree. Yeah, as great it is to be able to have an you know um an an, an, an actress you know who is deaf you know play this character. Once again, narratively, I needed to kind of understand the choice, right? And maybe it's me overthinking it. You know, it, it very well could be because these are folks that were developed in a lab. And I guess I'm just trying to understand why. And it's never brought up. Um, I'm not going to give it a super lament, but it is something that was a bit annoying. Yeah. It's it's definitely it's hard because on a on a on a on a out of out of body kind of narrative when when we're on the outside looking in, okay. You're casting this person, you know, the representation is great, but I can kind of, I can understand if someone's like, well, you know, why would the robot, um, Correct. pick a, pick a, ch a child. And this does to, like, feed into that the, counter argument. You know, and, and I will say this feeds into that counter argument of like, oh, this is forced diversity. One forced diversity is good. Like that's why we have affirmative action and other things like that. Um, but when it takes precedent over story, that's when I feel like it can be problematic, right? And this is one of those things where this is an example where in no way was – I, I, I want to try to find the right words to not come across as like offensive or anything like that. But like you know, um, her you know, being deaf was not narrative-driven, and that's something that's a miss for me as a to, critic. They don't try to make it narrative-driven though. That's the thing. I don't – because then if you want to bring that up then you got to think about it in the like ways of like personalities and even deeper like way deeper than that so it's like you're just touching on the surface of that problem that you think that you have so it's like in reality your problem is much deeper if you really want to overthink I mean, it that way i hear i hear where you're coming from but when you tell me that these are beings that were created in the lab that it now change it, ch it changes things it's changes it's changed the rules for me and i'm trying like i said hey anybody knows but listen to me Colby's rules for understanding film. Do I believe in this world? Do I believe in these characters? Do I believe in their convictions, their goals, the conflict, and was I moved? This world is hard to believe when I have a celestial that says, hey, um, and then I'm, I'm putting away the comic book stuff to the side, right? I'm speaking just in MCU. We created Deviants. We created you in a lab. Okay, so one, why does everyone look just because like you can say that there's a line of dialogue that you can include that explains that, right? Um, that's context that's that 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 is needed in order to believe the world. So those little things I didn't necessarily understand, you know. I don't think it needs that though. Just the same way that I don't think they needed to outright have you know fast to say I'm gay and this is my husband, yeah, and this was my kid that we had to adopt. Da, 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 and have well, that I think that I think like that's different like, because that's internal, not external. But the way that but Colby, you I have to understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying, you have to include that when you have this problem of saying, oh, why did these people create these people this way? You have to include that in that. It can't just go like stop at you know disabilities, or race or whatever. That's fair. Like, like, why did you choose this race? Why yeah. did you choose that race? I get it. it's. I'm like I'm like right in them. I I get where Kobe's coming from, but then but then I get where Hannah's coming from because if you got to do one, you got to do everybody. So just not just don't do anybody and kind of just like these are the characters, these are the actors, and mm -hmm. just this is it. 
um, which which it, it didn't it wasn't it didn't really come up to me as far as all of that. Um, but if someone brought it up like Kobe just did, I can I can I can listen to it and and understand where they're coming from. But I can also say uh, it is it's not it's not really needed, I guess, to a point, um, especially when you have so much other things to kind of get through. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could you could want to you could just complain about dumb stuff like that for you know for a bunch of different things. It's like oh, why do they all have different accents from all these different countries? It doesn't really change anything i feel right right like um like you know richard madden is speaking and then there's druig and uh well these countries you know. didn't exist when they yeah. showed up that's the thing. Right. So right. when, when you're when you're already like in i don't really the, think it matters it's, I, and, I, and i i get where you're coming from but if you're already sour on a film you're going to start noticing more of the holes in the warts so it's much more noticeable to me but if you're positive in the film you're, you're going to kind of gloss over it. To me. say it again <laughs> That sounds like nitpicking, to be honest. No, but that's the thing. When you you do nitpick, when you're not in love with something, you're going to pick nits. But also, I think that like the reason why they are so diverse and different plays into more. They are sent here to like be amongst humans, right? Like they had to have think of that when they're creating. It's a great point. I mean, okay, you're never gonna. Are you ready for the counterpoint? When do we get? When we first get introduced to these uh, to these Eternals. It's like what fifteen thousand BC or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I don't okay, know. cool. So obviously, yeah, they see this big yeah. triangle. But you in the don't sky. think that? But they've mm-hmm. seen they've seen other. They've no, they have other planets. No, they haven't. But like, no, oh, I'm not oh, okay, talking no, about oh, the Eternals. I'm talking about okay. the Celestials, the ones that create okay, them. Yes. They've seen other yes. planets thrive and then be amongst these people. So they've seen other people. Correct. You can't have that argument of like there's these people and they haven't seen any of that yet. The Celestials have. Yeah, but the people on Earth have it, and I like. I'm imagining if I'm that guy. But, I'm decide, not, but I, they're gonna be the Celestials. Know how long they're gonna be here for? Uh, do they see? Like I said, yes. Once again, the they, holes are open. Literally, the when they what they said in the movie, they said you you know now what your mission is. They had to wait all this time to know what their mission was. The Celestials Ooh, knew when they were gonna tell them what the what the mission actually was when the Celestial was gonna come out. See. I have to call they bullshit on that. They explained all of that. So, so Dwayne, Dwayne, so, so, Dwayne and okay, Tyler, wait, wait, did they not explain wait, wait. all of that? They did. They, 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 they did. But this, is, this, but this is why I call bullshit on it, right? So I'm to believe that the ultimate mission is for the birth of uh, 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 Tim, Timmy. That's right? literally Tim- the whole... Correct. The whole plot of so what's the, going on. The right? whole so point. This, this is my thing. <laughs> Holy, stop. Hold, 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 listen, listen. That's where he draws we, the line. We, we have decade plus of incidents that happen on Earth that threatens the birth of that, and then these dudes are never here. I'm sorry. That's I bumped that. Don't believe it. That Can't. is literally the whole mission and plot, Colby. What are you okay. talking about? So when Loki comes down here with the stat, with the scepter and the mind wait, 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 stone. Hold on, hold on, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, so what are we? What are we? Okay, we we went from the argument of like of like the uh, Macari. Okay, I, no, 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 I understand right now. No, no, no. <laughs> Colby's saying that. So we were talking about that, and Colby said that they wouldn't know what. I don't even know what the fuck you're trying to say. Like because you just- <laughs> on Earth would have no idea how to interpret these people that look so much different from them, right? And I was looking for just a line of dialogue or two that can be able to explain that. But it doesn't matter about the people. It matters about the Celestials. Because they knew... What I was trying to say is that they knew when their mission would end and how... And I'm sure they had an idea of what civilization would look like because they've had previous civilizations that the Eternals have lived amongst, right? Right? So, 
sending them here and created them, I'm sure. And I, they're not the first Eternals. There's other Eternals. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we can't have the argument of, well, why did they create them that, that way the first time? If they haven't had any civilizations yet, been amongst any civilizations. Right? Can't use that argument. So the Celestials, knowing what's what civilizations looked like and knowing mm-hmm. how long that they that they were going to have the Eternals here for their mission because they had the time slot of when the mission was going to start, the real mission, they knew it. They told Cersei it, right? Right? They, so, told Cersei, no, no, they told Cersei in present day. None of the Eternals had I, any idea. And I'm saying that they told Lord her Cersei. that they knew when the mission was going to start. They, mm-hmm. they, the, so, nothing... The mission was okay. going to start no okay. matter what. All right, all right. Let's 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 just let's just move forward here. So we'll just uh, okay. All right, okay. So what I will say also too, uh, if we go to if we're going to go into like big spoilers from the movie, uh, biggest one that I was very surpri- I wasn't surprised with, but I saw it. But I like I mean when when they started setting it up, I was like, okay, I get it. Um, the whole twist with uh, Icarus. I actually saw this months ago of somebody like kind of it was somebody kind of speculating that uh, Icarus was gonna be was that he wasn't that you Hannah that he yeah. was having like yeah like villain vibes or whatever. Okay, here's my thing with the with the Icarus. When the, the second Icarus. trailer came out and we still didn't okay. have like the villain announcement. Me and you started talking and I brought it up. Okay, so here's the thing with Icarus. I liked it, um, but can I get a happy Superman once, please? <laughs> once. No. Like, I, I, listen, I know they're godlike and they're just too powerful, but we got black, black suit Superman. We got bright burn. We got, we got Omni Man from, from Invincible. And we got oh, Homelander. Man. And we got Icarus. Can I just I get a happy? Can I, can I? How? He's, he's Let evil. me explain. No, no, no. Let me explain. I don't think that Icarus is evil. I just think that they had different yes, politics he's not evil. at the end of he is, the day. He is, he is not I think evil. they dif- had different politics at the end of the day. That's it. Okay. So then I would say that was, that's, it's more like Black Sue Superman where he's, he's bad for like two seconds and then like, he's like, okay, fine. I'm good now. Well, I don't yeah, think that he was for... bad to begin with because obviously he didn't, he, he was, he, he did kill Ajax, but he was obviously like hurt by it. It's not that he like killed her. It's like, oh, oh well. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> she she, de- she deviated from the plan. Like she like the, the the their entire drive for existence is to birth Timio. Like that. Like I mean, that, even Kingo agreed with Icarus, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's and we can't call Kingo evil. He's not. It's just Icarus took it to a different kind of level than Kingo. About yeah, hold on, so you wouldn't know somebody. If, wait, wait, wait. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Hold on, hold on. Y'all wouldn't call somebody evil if they murdered someone. Well, I'm, even mean if he I'm didn't just scream saying, out in regret. I'm just saying that if, he if he didn't scream out afterwards, that'd be different. There's, there's a some bad thing that happened. That have some murders on that. <laughs> he did a bad thing. He did a bad, he did thing. bad thing. But. But, 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 I don't think that he's, like, full-on, like, mustache-twirling evil like the other, like... I'm not saying that, but I'm saying I think it's different. I'm I'm saying I think it's different from, like, Brightburn or, like, anything like that because it's very different. And and that's this film. We don't, we don't, once again, we have another Marvel property where we don't have a villain. Sorry. Icarus is not not a villain. We had a villain. He just sucked. No. Who? What villain? I don't think that he was a villain. What? what? Wait, he, has a, he has a name? Hold the fuck! Wait, he has a name? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, does. he was oh, just more shit. of a side. He was like my only complaint with the movie. No, he is, like, he's a side character. He does that, the same like, thing. He does the same thing like what my guy does um in in um in Captain Marvel. What he was painted one? as the villain, right? Which, like, he's one? Painted as, Which one? Um, who's the the the, the what you call it? The, Ronan? The, 
T- uh, what's what's his face? Or Jude Law? About ben no, no, yeah, Ben Mendelsohn's character. Like that's yeah. essentially what the Deviant is. He's been painted all this time as a bat. No, literally, all like his job was just to exist and do what he was designed to do. And like he doesn't know like what the end goal. He has no idea what the mission is. Literally, he's there to be able to like to to, to challenge like a particular species and to help them kind of evolve and then multiply. Like that's their job. But it got I out of hand. Up, but... it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like so, like he's just doing what he's designed again, to Hannah? do. What did Hannah say? I was I was gonna say I get that, but I don't think more characters any better because they literally set him up as like this thing that the Eternals can't beat throughout the entire movie, right? But yeah. then within three minutes in the battle, Athena, you know, chops him yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Felt it felt very, very quick. very anticlimactic to me. Like, uh, it just didn't need to. This is where, yeah. and this is this is where. Athena is a I, I listen. No, no, nobody, and I want to say is, that too. I, I really like Athena's storyline in the oh movie. Oh my god, I because because me. I think I, just like, I think it's a thing of like mental health. I, I really do. No, I don't think. Listen, to me, I, here's, speaks, my thing. Hey, here's my thing. Speaks to like anxiety, and I've seen but people, it doesn't drive like, the story. Like, Hannah, Hannah, yeah, I'm, not, I, I'm I, not saying any of that. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying why I like it. I'm just saying it spoke spoke to Hannah, me personally. I, I, like I agree with level. you. Hannah, I agree with you. This is what I like that part. I I think my issue is I just don't like when Marvel taps into this mental health stuff. They just do a bad job at it. You had it with for me, at least to me, for Thor in Endgame, that could have been very, very done much different. They made it they made it so much as like a comedy thing to where I can't even buy I can't even buy this shit anymore if Thor was the if Thor is like this depressed person who didn't finish the job and he got his friends killed. That could have been such a storyline that they take, but not actually make it such a comedic thing. I think I just don't like when Marvel tries to do mental health and, and mental issues because that to me it just feels kind of it just feels kind of half assed where all they have in here with Dina is that they have the few scenes and even like and 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 and, and then even like in the forest uh to the point where you kind of see it coming every single time that she's gonna have one of these like breakdowns where she starts fighting the group uh at some point i'm just like i i get it what you're doing but at some point to a point it becomes like a trope of a plot device okay we have to make we have to turn Dina bad in this section so we can kind of throw the team off or whatever and stuff like that and Dwayne. honestly i just kind of wanted i just thought i wanted to see more of the character i thought oh they, yeah i thought you got angelina i actually agree with colby here i don't think she was miscast but i think you do have angelina jolie and she's just kind of she's there yeah. but she's not really like doing anything really uh she, so, she her stuff looks cool it does but it's just like for the most part she just i wanted more just from that from this just, just everything i just think I that's think, what happens when you have this much characters you, I think not everybody can just get shine for sure yeah I, it's like just not I, everybody I can get shine. coming but i don't think that like they did nothing with it i think that the thor story in endgame is definitely a different story even though i, I do like that it's not my favorite thing in the world but it is very sloppy and just not great um and they definitely make it a joke but here it's taken very seriously and i like that they have this uh dynamic with gilgamesh and usually i feel like movies would try and have this thing of like oh she feels guilty that gilgamesh is taking care care of her gilgamesh holds some kind of grudge because he's taking care of her for so long like like that's what i thought was going to happen because that's what usually the movie route goes but it's never that it never folds that way and then gilgamesh is like very you know 
happy to take care of her and she doesn't have it doesn't no seem romantic help. either which i thought was a nice touch um it just seemed like he i think it could be taken either way yeah. it could but yeah. i think if, I, like I think that. if a man directed it if a man directed it it would have been very much overt as romanticism right where the fact that these people have been at each other's side for their entire beings. And I thought that was really nice to be able to have that side of where you could have a care with somebody and it could be very much platonic. I mean, there was a hint of it where you could have thought it, but it was not something where, oh, we honestly have to always group these people, man, woman, and this, that, that. Two things with Dana, right? Um, I, I, I like what she's doing. She's a fantastic actress, truly fantastic actress, right? Um, but when you, screenwriter 101, show, don't tell. We never see what she's experienced the PTSD from. And when you have this visual medium, I wanted her, when she has this little, this, this schism, right? I would, it would be great if a flashback would have been to like her past life, right? Or the memories that the Celestial has implanted to convince them. Because remember, the Celestial spun this web that they came from this place, Olympia. That shit doesn't exist. I would love to have her been like reflecting back on the god of the goddess of war that she was and to be fractured. And actually, it wasn't her living in Olympia. It was her carrying out a mission on another planet during another life. That's a I way. Think, I think yeah. that's I think that's fair. Just because the movie the movie starts and within like twenty minutes they do the whole the flashback where everyone kind of has a disagreement and they're mad at at they're mad at like Druig is mad at Ajax and then that's when she's like I have to wipe your memories and uh, Angelina's like don't why want I want to remember anything and I was like remember what didn't you guys exactly. just get here I actually do agree I was like what well, I was like it's been think- twenty minutes. So I, but I, I think, think that's different though because her, once you like establish relationships with people, I, I too, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't want my memory erased and like have yeah, to go back until the audience with already established relationships with each other, and I'm the odd one anything. out now. Yeah, but I, I just think it happens. I, I got I that. At least when I watched it, I got that. I, I agree. I just think it happens way too quick, and we, we don't see any of because literally what I'm saying. If this is what, if that whole disagreement scene happened like an hour into the movie, and you've seen what they've been doing, and you've seen all of that, and then she's like, "I don't want to forget." It happens like in like the next scene and the flashback is like when they're having or their their conflict, and when she's like, "I want to remember everything." Like, Didn't you guys just land? I remember what. So, but but then here's my issue with Kobe is that if they then that's another flashback that you add to the movie that just adds more padding on True, to the movie. Get rid of that's that why other I think stuff. that's. That's why I think no matter what you do, when you have this much characters, not not everything is going to work. It's just and that's why happen. this should have been I mean, a Disney Plus series. It's when you well, what I what I will say is that it's different when you're doing a team up movie where there's one goal and everyone know. Okay, so like uh, Infinity War, there's like how many? I think the the record was like forty something heroes. Mm-hmm. They've all had their origins, right? That's yeah. different, and they're all kind of coming together to fight. I compare, you have, you have to compare this to Guardians of the backstory, <clears throat> or, or or Guardians, like or like some of the X Men movies, and the X Men movies have had this flaw too, yeah. where the only person getting a backstory is Wolverine and maybe like Rogue, and you know. But like when it comes, no matter who you are, if Martin Scorsese or Chloe Zhao or anybody, it is really hard to try to get backstories for ten characters. Ten, I think I, I heard they wanted twelve. What? <laughs> I, it's more, just there's more turtles. You just oh, you're shit. not. Yeah, you're just not gonna get everybody's backstory. So when you have this happening, and then there's like a whole half of this movie that Brian Tyree Henry and Macari is not in. 
they're just vanished. They're they're gone. And then it's just it's just like the yeah. it's a, it's like Cersei uh Sprite for whatever fucking reason and uh and and like and no Kit Harrington. No the dude is gone. You know so and I knew and, and last thing Hannah that I knew this was going to happen when they trotted out them ten actors on stage. I said, We'll fucking yeah. see. I knew this was gonna happen again when I saw this trailer the first trailer and I saw that wide shot and it's like 20 of these people. I'm like, good fucking luck trying to get everybody like, to, to, to try to be like focused or whatever. I, I just knew it was never going to be the case. I think that's part of why we were like, well, some of these people have to die. There's yeah. too many of you. But then like two you die, know? right? Yeah. Only two well. of them do. And I, w- I expected at least like four, but you know what? I'll say that like what we got was good enough for me only because I, what we got in replacement of like a bunch of backstories is like great dynamics right when i was watching the movie like that's what i love most about it is the dynamics between the eternals because usually with the mc movies i feel like a lot of the time characters will have the same personalities same kind of sense of humor like nothing really like distincts them really you know what i mean but here they're all very realized and very distinct and they all have like and it's not like there's like only one person who thinks differently than the rest like you know everyone mm-hmm. had their own set of views and they're all very you know um and it's not like we it was confusing you know like even like druig like he was you know part of the main set of eternals who was fighting against icarus but it's obvious that druig even had his own kind of thing with you know thinking that the people that he had under mind control were in a utopia and shit like that and people didn't and there's others in the group that didn't agree with that and they had issues with that so i i really like that about the movie and i think it was a good replacement for you know an hour of backstory for each character you see what i mean i i agree and um this is this is when i on the on the on the uh, review, the non spoiler review, I did bring up to Josie and Larry about, do you think this would have worked better at the TV series? And they're like, no, it is great, you know. <laughs> and I think part of me thinks that this works as an epic kind of film, right? And then part, and then the other part of me is like, man, but I really would want to know to see what Icarus was doing these 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 past thousand years or whatever, yes. or what, what Dina and Gilgamesh was doing. I, I, w- I wouldn't have mind like a 10-episode lengthy, like Game of Thrones, an hour and like 10-minute episodes of like what these characters were doing before Dwayne, this conflict came think up. About, think because about this, bro. what happens, the movie, hold on real quick, the uh-huh. movie's the, <clears throat> go ahead. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like you, so, so what I what I will say is that the movie the movie starts and uh, they, they establish the the Eternals and then they go their separate ways, uh, but then they're right back into the into the battle. Part of me sort of does feel like I would love an episode like Hannah, your favorite. One of, I think one of your favorite episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier was that first episode, like when it, they it just is my when, when you right <laughs> when you're just learning what, when you're just like when you're just learning of what they're doing, you know, yeah. after the whole and I would have really liked that with these guys. Just want to know what they're doing. They barely talk about the snap. Like what happened then? Were they did they were they like did they did any of them disappear? During I didn't the want snap? to know anything more about the snap. No, that's the problem. No, but that's the problem. That's a part of the rules. I just wanted to know more. A little bit more, yeah. That's yeah. a part of the rules. Does, does it affect? Does it affect robots though? So okay, there's they're synthesoids, right? So essentially, they're like Jarvis, 
or vision. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, I guess if you don't actually like have a you know soul, you're not real. See, that sense. would have been a beautiful conversation for somebody to have in a miniseries about like I don't have a soul, and what does that mean? Let me go do some soul searching for the next hundred of years to but understand. They said that they have human emotions, though. Great, but that's, that's very that different than a soul. You know, because like what Dwayne was getting at, we we see them for the most part. We see them happy, and then we see them saying like, "Oh, we don't trust Ajax." And then my dude Drew just leaves, and then for some reason everybody else just leaves, and it's like we haven't seen each other for a very long time, but I know exactly where everybody is, and like we just choose not to talk to each other. And, and, and yeah. it just, I, there's something about that I just, I cannot believe. I mean, the, the, would you want to spend like thousands and thousands of years with the same people? <laughs> no, not with the same people, but like I would try to understand like what, what, these are the folks that I'm born with, right? And I understand what the mission is. We have great, the, to the best of their knowledge, we're here to be able to stop the deviants and the deviants are gone, right? So like, what do I do next? I'm just waiting for the celestial to tell me what to do, right? So it's just, it was just, it was a very weird and that, that's why I can't buy into the world. Ajax mm. did tell them like very explicitly that she wanted them to go live their lives and they, mm. you know, do what their leader tells them. They took her orders. Like even when they didn't agree with her, they definitely always took her orders except for when Druig was like, fuck you guys. And like did that one thing of mind controlling everyone. But like everyone followed her orders, like every single time that she said it. Yeah. So King, Kingo saying, like, definitely did the best lives. job. That's what they did. Yeah. Kingo did the best job. I loved that opening. I said, oh, yo, this dude is filming a movie. This is fucking great. When we get him in the mm. dresser with his valet, like, shout out to that guy. He was awesome. Oh, he and, was great. Yeah, and that's great. that's the human surrogate and the avatar that we needed throughout the entirety of the film for us to be able to connect to this world that's at large, right? Um, I swear, I cannot wait to rewrite the shit out of this movie because there's a better story to tell with these characters. Um, I just haven't been able to write it out yet oh scoby gone no i'm still here okay you good I yeah i just i stopped i stopped I, stop, I stopped my thought oh okay All right, go ahead. um <laughs> well okay to that ahead, about the human character I, I i think they did enough that they needed to do with him to like cement that to like the audience with him having that thing of, and it's even with like Fastest's family, you know, like I feel like we had plenty of people in the movie, well, enough people in the movie to cement us that when Fastus and, you know, his husband and his kid, Fastus is talking about how he wants to, you know, be able to go home to them and can't tell them that the world's going to end in a few days. And even with that, you know, it was like a joke, but I still think it r- rings true to him being like, well, I, I vote yes for you guys going to do this because I don't want to die. Like, <laughs> I think they did enough with that character. So I, I, I guess that Fastus's family was not snapped. Right? Who knows, I man? Know. Bro, I don't like, care. I don't that's, that's the thing. That's, 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 no, that's man. But this is the thing. Those... No, when you are playing by these rules, the rules have to apply. That's why I'm not. I'm not vibing with Phase Four. You can't give me the scene with Captain Rogers. You know, having that um that 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 AA meeting in the next stadium. No, it's not. That's that's the world. You no, give me this drama. I, you got to keep it I, up, I, bro. That is, that is no. just a you thing. No, I that's an MCU people, thing. No, 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 no. I think a lot of people have tuned out of the snap and we're over the snap and Infinity so that it, it, it has that no because weight. that has been left. And I think it can be mentioned still without having to have that be the whole, like, you know, like, 
center of everything. About Hannah, the half of existence like deleted. And I understand that, but I'm saying I don't think it needs to be the whole thing of every center of MCU movie. It has to be referenced. It has to be explained. Like I just, I don't think that it needs to happen. I, 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 to me, I, actually, I don't think it needs to happen. I'm over I, the Infinity Stones. I'm over the Infinity Saga. I'm over the Snap. Like I'm tired of talking about it. I, I uh, listen. I, 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 I agree. Endgame made Endgame made three hundred and fifty million dollars opening weekend, and it's not like uh, Hannah. I would agree with you if we were like twenty movies after Endgame. This We're is two. like the fourth movie, or like it, what is this third two. or fourth well, or whatever? Well, for, yeah, Far From Home, Black Widow. It's Shang Chi and Eternals. I think I, I think that's that conversation. I, I, I think that I think <laughs> that conversation shows, is very very fair to still be had. Um, I actually find it kind of jarring that nobody is talking about it, especially with how much they, uh, especially with how much they, um, especially with how much they, you, you make it such a big big deal in that movie of five years, and then you missed your uh, one of the best parts of WandaVision was Tiana Paris waking up. And the whole, yes. the whole thing going on. Yes. Like, I'm mean, what are we talking about, Hannah? What you mean? Like that I think it's very very I think there's very there's still enough time to talk about what happened. It's not like we're ten minutes oh I mean ten movies away from endgame and they're still talking about the snap. I think it's like this is like the third film. For me, I'm over it, babe. Like move, second movie out of Endgame, after Far From Home, especially. Um out. Especially far from home when it was like a complete joke in the beginning, but that's another story. That's that's that's, that's your movie. But um, I I just I I I actually agree with Colby. I think that, I think it's, we got to talk about this too, though. Like with the whole ten years leading up to it and like talking about it so much, like that's why I'm kind of over it. Like it didn't end with Endgame, right? Like Endgame wasn't an Endgame Infinity Wars and wasn't the first time that we talked about this fucking snap or like you know Thanos Infinity Stone shit like that. That's the thing why I'm tired of it because I feel like we've been on it for so long. Like we had ten years of setup for all that. And then yeah, we had Endgame. All these right? movies are the still end. set up. I'm not talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I mean, no, but I'm, t- I'm. Yeah. I'm trying to say why I'm over it. Stop trying to cut me off. I'm saying that the reason why I'm over it is because we had ten years of all of that, and then we had Endgame, Infinity War, and that was emotionally draining. And those movies are purely just about that. And then we had Far From Home, which felt like kind of like you know capped off to fucking whatever happened, right? Um, and now we feel like we're moving on, like this new phase. That just to me, I'm over it. Like what, Loki, uh, okay, one listen, of my favorite parts listen, of Loki was them trapped listen. in those Infinity Stones because I was like, you, I'm okay, tired. So, I, I think we're okay. So I think what you're getting at is that you, you, you they talked about the the uh, Infinity Stones and stuff like that for ten years. I ain't talking about the. I'm talking about the event. The snap was like I one know, of the and most I'm saying like leading up to that, we had the, ten years of that. That's why I'm over it. But I'm, I'm not talking about the Infinity Saga. I'm I know, talking about the I'm, snap. But the snap. They didn't talk about. They didn't talk about. I'm the talking about the aftermath. The I know I'm saying the snap is the whole conclusion of the Infinity Saga. So leading up to that, we had Endgame Infinity Door, which is all about that. Two movies was enough for me. And then we had Far From Home, which felt like it didn't really need that, but it had it. A large Listen, part where's of it. A, where's Alyssa, man? Alyssa, y'all, y'all, y'all Gen Zs, man. Y'all <laughs> 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 Shut up. Yo, they're quick to move on, bro. They're like, ah, yeah, whatever. Y'all let's go. Let's go, go to. Let's go to. Yeah, let's go to. Let's go to Italy. Like, <laughs> nah, bro. My mom, if my mom vanished for me for like five years, I ain't gonna be. Hey, it's uh, that happened two weeks ago. Right, we got him. Bro, oh my god, yo, yo Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne. Think about this. Imagine a scene with Brian Tyree Henry. Right. 
breaking down in front of Cersei and Icarus saying, I'm not joining you. I lost my husband and my son for five years. I had to hold an L because some dickhead who has a deviant gene took my family away. Imagine, and you know for a fact he can do that. Do you remember the scene that he did inside of a Beale Street talk? How fucking soul-stirring that shit was? That's what this movie was calling for. That's the drama that was like cheapened out. And granted, I understand. I know the tone it's going for. But that's why I couldn't connect to this film because there's some real-world shit that I'm believing leading up to these movies that it's trying to invalidate, and I cannot accept it. Mm. Well... Mm. I will say, I will say that I don't think I needed all that. Correct. Okay. I okay. just want. I, <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I feel like you wanted a I, way more melodramatic. Yeah, yeah, film. Oh I, my god. Well, that's what the trailer I, was selling me on. Is, you know, I don't the, think no, the no, no, I'm sorry. No, the, the trailer was selling me on this, 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 this timeless epic romance between Cersei and Icarus. Fuck that. Number one, that was the most uncomfortable sex scene ever. Not only in an MCU movie, probably in any movie over the past ten years. I didn't buy the romance and chemistry between those two that's, that's, that's a at bit all. Dramatic. <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, Colby. I will say, um, because. I was actually thinking about this a few day a few days ago um, after I watched the movie. Um, I I I think I really think one of the reasons why there's so much backlash with the movie and just reactions and everyone's very passionate about it is because I think for months this movie has been touted as the best MCU movie of all time. The producers came and said this is our best movie of all time. Feige said, if Feige's like in some press things, like, oh yeah, it's gonna win next best picture next year. What about it? Uh, you know, all that type of shit. And I said this months ago on Cinemania Light. There's an episode, look in our archives if you want. This episode, like, is there too much expectation on Eternals? And is there is there like do they have too much to live up to? And I think even after I really liked the movie, I think those expectations still was not met because I they were talking that this was going to be the number one movie on everybody's list of like of of of, of the MCU and the number one movie of the year and this all type of stuff. Maybe there's people who felt that who feels that way with their movie when it comes to like rankings and all that type of stuff. I know everybody's different. But I do think that what happened was that they built such this 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 massive expectation with the movie that this, listen, this ain't coming close to an Oscars. I'm sorry, it's gonna get the visual <laughs> effects, it's gonna get all that. But I, I know everybody post. cried and had good scenes, but this ain't coming close to the Oscars. I'm sorry, it's just not happening. In so conclusion, I, it's I, Kevin Feige's fault. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just I honestly feel it. like the expect. <laughs> I just honestly feel like the, I mean, Chloe Zhao won Best Picture this year. I just think the expectation were just way too high for the movie. Honest to God, I think if the I think if they just released their trailers, this is the movie, this is coming out, I think the reception would have been way better than what it is right now. I just think they put so much on this movie to be this big massive success for them and it just like they just they have egg on their face i mean they they they, they just do 48 percent rotten tomatoes the fans are like divided it's the last jedi of the mcu <laughs> i just think they have massive egg on their face and i just think next time just release your shit and shut the hell up. It's, just release I, it's your hard shit for me to like and... blame Kevin Feige at the same time, though, because I I think he genuinely believed it. You know, I just think uh, that he over. I, I think he week. just overestimated. Uh, maybe he maybe he had he just had too much faith in like the audience because you know they've shown success to no end, and 
yeah. for Chloe to create a Chloe Zhao film and then expect MCU, you know, general audience goers. I mean, obviously critics don't like it either, but um, I think there's a lot of people who are big fans of the MCU. I mean, even my sister, like I always say it, she's a huge fan of the MCU. She's not vibing phase four yet. And she really didn't mm. like Eternals. Like she like got enjoyment out of like almost everything in phase four. But this one was like a no for her. Absolute yeah, fucking no. And she said to me, you want to know what she said to me? She said it exactly to me. She's like, it didn't feel like an MC movie. She's like, I don't like that. And I'm like, well, and I, I've been telling her ever since, you know, Chloe was announced for the movie. I was like, it's probably not going to feel like an MC movie, Jay, because <laughs> this is that's Chloe old, Joe. Like, she just won like, for I best mean, director and she's talked, you know, length of being like, hey, I made my movie. I had creative control on this movie. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So, that, I, I mean, that I, is I just, for me to blame Kevin Feige because I really do think that he believed that. And I really do think the Eternals is his favorite MCU movie. But. Man. We, it was just the the building up you know maybe he should have kept that to himself until after the movie it's just you could tell that he was excited and it's hard for to pin that on him but like yeah you, got, you they definitely have egg on their face for being like oh it's gonna win best picture and all that and and i think it just goes to show yeah. how two studios can market a movie because listen they ain't they the batman is coming out in march there has not been one executive from Warner Brothers who's like, brother, this is our biggest, this is going to be our, nobody's coming out and say that. But <laughs> yet, well, you anyway. can tell the, 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 the devil's in the details. They are fucking behind this movie. This is like their passion project right now. All you have to do, the, the, the amount of hype that created well, from last year's trailer to this year's trailer, God damn it, that trailer played before the movie today. And I said, Jesus Christ, look at this thing. <laughs> and the fact that nobody from them has come out, what's her name? Ann Sarnoff. We Walter can't even Hamada. get Colby on our side with this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nobody, no, nobody has come out and said, oh man, th- you guys aren't ready. They just fucking know. And they're just marketing it. And I think by January, the marketing is going to be insane for the movie. And I feel like, to me, this is that's gonna it's gonna be one of the best movie, comic book comic book movies of all time. I think Whoa. when I'm told when I'm I, I, I think, think it's I gonna think be the best movie. Of well, all time, when so. I'm when I but then like <laughs> but then like with me how I am, the fact that nobody's no the, the fact that the, I just feel like they have faith in it without anybody seeing it is great. When it was like April and I'm like the Eternals, 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 mm-hmm. and I'm like, brother, it, it ain't going to no Oscar. I, I was just like, I, I like the movie, but at the end of the day, I'm just like, Feige, you gotta stop. It's not going anywhere near the Oscars because you you keep trying to force these movies into the award season, and you're successful. And Black this, Panther and was one, very organic, and it's right. There's run, exactly you know? there's one thing that this motherfucker does not have, and that is an Oscar win of Best Picture. And he has all the box office in the world. He has all the success, all the Rotten Tomatoes, 98 to 99. He's got a nomination at least. And stuff. He's got a nomination He don't got a fucking best picture. So they they really tried their best with this with this movie and stuff when it comes to like it. But, but I just think they just, 
they set it up. That was the, that was a term that I used a couple months ago. Is it set for failure? And I think that's just what happened. They, I, I can't imagine what he's like to this weekend. All oh, these fucking fans, all the fuck they want anymore. <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least he's making money. Because I know that he likes this movie. I know this is Kevin Feige's probably favorite movie that they've ever made. And for it to come out and see the reception, I know that hurts. I know Hilarious. it. Honestly, I, I, I think it's hilarious. Because I was like, Feige, you should have just... I feel bad, oh, though. Because <laughs> it, it doesn't seem like he's being, like... Not, I know. In, like, not genuine about it. Like, that's the I thing. Know. That's why it's hard to, like, be like, oh, it's your fault. And, like, you know, blame yeah. him completely. Because it's not like... It's not like he was saying <laughs> it just to say it. It feels like he was being genuine, you These know? poor fuckers. I just really... <laughs> I just really worry for, I guess, the future of where these characters will end up. At least some of them. They'll get us. Because of this reception. They'll get a sequel. Well, I know, no I know they won't just... I know they won't just, like, completely throw them into the sun. I'm worried for Chloe Zhao. Is what I'll say. Yeah. Well, so, I, yo, I feel like after Icarus this, is not dead, right? Like, there's no way he's no. dead. He's good. No, no. He's chilling. I said he's camping in the sun. That's it. He's camping. <laughs> so is he? Is he? Is he really like Superman, where he's a battery, he's just gonna soak up the sun and shit? Yeah, it's great. Uh, I don't oh, know. Shit, uh, listen, here's, here's, here's what I'll say. I worry for Chloe Zhao because it seems like it seems like even like we just saw it recently with Captain Marvel when a movie comes out and it's like lukewarm reaction. They've been doing this since the beginning of the MCU. Like it started with Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 came out and people weren't in love with it. Guess what they did? They got rid of Jon Favreau. Uh, with Thor 1, people didn't love it. They got rid of Kenneth Branagh. They got a new director. Thor 2 didn't love it. Got rid of him. Took a break with Thor, right? Until we got Taika Waititi mm-hmm. and then they signed him on for a fourth film. Even and then Scott Captain Marvel. Derrickson. Yeah. Doctor Strange is all right. It's like, ah, okay. It's ain't the, it's ain't what we want. We're moving on. So is yeah. it, well, I'm okay so with that it's going to speak volumes if she doesn't return for the second film then, won't it? Well, you know, yeah. Chloe Chow and Kevin Feige seem to be besties. So that's the only thing that's keeping me alive with this. Like, I think that <laughs> they're going to keep her. Listen, I, I, I hope the friendship continues. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know because I don't know, Hannah, because listen, the worst MCU movies, they'll do some of them. Like, they'll be like successful. I'm not talking. I'm not saying this is flopping or anything. It's not every anyone who's thinking this movie uh, has has done a bad number or think that what it does is a bad number. Even even like Captain Marvel did really really good, and they still changed directors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. This movie yeah. is doing is doing subpar MCU numbers. So what does it might what I will say is that what does what leverage do, does a Chloe Zhao have? Like, listen, I, I got you your first nothing. I mean, the, the box office was OK. The critic reception ain't good. The, the cinema score is like, all right. Uh, it ain't going to get no oh, Oscar. The cinema score ain't all like, right, bro. The cinema score is low. <laughs> It's the cinema. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. So, what leverage does a Chloe, even though she won this year, what leverage does a Chloe Zhao have? Like, uh, I want to come back. She because got, no she one got Disney. The, she got them Harry Styles. No, no one Disney's. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just like, yeah, like no one Disney's track record and MCU's track record. They're gonna want to try to. Okay, it, this obviously didn't work. Let's bring in Peyton Reed and maybe it'll work this time. Peyton stuff. Reed's the go-to for Fuck this kind of stuff, I guess. Anyway, let's get into uh, the ending of the movie. So they they saved the world, and Kobe, yes, it was very clear on how they saved the world. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, they saved the world and all that stuff, and then the ending, uh, Icarus went into the sun. Um, I think yeah, it was Cersei Kingo 
Sierra Mist, and uh, <laughs> who else was on? <laughs> and, I don't, and, I don't and, know. Was was Sprite there? Because they changed her into a human. Well, well, well. Okay, she, I'm, she I'm goes to school. Yeah, yeah, so there. Yeah, and then she, and then her fastest, and go go off together. Yeah, yeah. And fastest is on. They're all on Earth and stuff. I love this scene in the little house with the kid and, and yeah, you know, that was good. Um, that was funny. All that type of stuff. Um, okay, so they go on Earth. Uh, listen, Dane Whitman, what a huge disappointment for me. Just because, <laughs> yeah, wow. just because, listen, I was at Comic-Con years ago and they brought out, they brought out Kit Harrington and they said, Dane Whitman. I'm he like, was oh, one of the fucking. first people cast. He was I maybe was like, the second yeah. person cast. So that's what like, I'm oh like. Oh my God. I was <laughs> like, they're doing, I was like, they're doing Black Knight. Hold on. Listen, Great. listen, listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Barry Keoghan was the last person cast in this movie four Where? weeks before it started filming. He had way more screen time than <laughs> Kay Harrington, yeah. who was so, in the first batch of people cast. Well, Comic Con <laughs> happens, and you know, everyone's going crazy after Comic Con 2019. And I'm like, oh my God, Dane Whitman, that's Black Knight. Black Knight's going to be with the Eternals. Great. Black Knight, and he doesn't, Dane Whitman doesn't do a goddamn yeah. thing in this movie. And he I was, was so mad. Random I was white so... guy boyfriend. No, he, that was, was he wanted to be changed into a giraffe. He wants to be a giraffe I, I so was, bad. I, I, was, I, I get the setup is there, but I was like, brother, what a geek. I was like, whatever, man. And then the uh, movie ends, and, uh, you know, the, the Celestials, like, Cersei, you betrayed me, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then they I all... thought that scene was cool, by the way. The, the way that the, the Celestial just popped up out of nowhere in the sky. Yeah, yeah. The, the scaling of him is massive. I I, I, I like the way that Dude, it was depicted. Dude, here's my thing about the scaling of the Celestial. What the fuck is a falcon going to do to that guy? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. We, have, we have our cosmic MCU, and then we have MCU. That is what is Kate Bishop's favorite. arrow going to do to that damn <laughs> Celestial? Kid and Kate Bishop are going to have fun fighting Kingpin and all those bitches, okay? Leave the Celestials to the Celestials. Captain America is going to fling his, he's going to fling that damn Frisbee and it's going to it's gonna tap off his damn eyelid and they're just gonna be like what the fuck is that geek Cap- doing captain over marvel's there? there too to help <laughs> for oh celestials you know, what that, funny? I, I don't even think the guardians could do anything all i'm saying really. is if, I, if i'm a spider-man maybe adam warlock listen listen yeah. listen because i because I, I know this celestial was like hovering across the whole world if i'm like tom holland and i'm spider-man and i'm swinging and i see this big fucker over there in like london uh, fuck you guys. I'm retiring. That. Yeah, I, ain't yeah. <laughs> I would be no good after that. Because like I, I was like, that's where Venom comes in. Oh, that's a red one. <laughs> it's just fucking so, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. So when people when people were saying, "Oh my god, the scale. How is the like you know these heroes? They have to the scale." Okay, I agree with it because that celestial was massive, and yeah. and I was like, brother, Dude, I didn't realize it until they had that hand come out the fucking of, of the yeah. Indian Ocean. A whole damn continent is the hand that I said. Well, I mean, Planet Square is that's a celestial head, right? If you're a fucking daredevil, what are you gonna do? I just don't get it. I just don't know. I said the planet nowhere, that's a celestial head, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, It's like like the size of a a moon and shit. So, yeah, I mean, they're they're, Um, they're massive. It looks cool. So, so pretty much he's gonna give them like a test of like, I'm gonna review your memories to see if Earth is worthy or something. It's in the comics. It's a, it's a trial of like co- it's a cosmic trial, 
And I want to see that in live action. That's going to be awesome. Mm. It's a, in the comics is a cosmic trial of like something in the universe was off balance. So all these nerds are like, you know, on trial for something and they have to answer to something, you know, to like the celestials and stuff like that or the time lords or something, you know, like how they set up in Loki or whatever. But OK, so they all go into the ether and then it's just um, then on on then we have the uh, the post credit scene, which it was spoiled. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, that that's what was spoiled. So I don't know. Wh- wherever I've that been in Twitter, spoiled, yeah. I've had nothing spoiled for me. So okay, cool. All right. That's so nice. that was spoiled, <laughs> the, that was spoiled. But what I will say is that Coley don't get no oh, fuck about no Harry Styles. So that's why he didn't get a spoil. So, right. so third, well, because so Thursday when Harry Styles comes in the post credit, my audience lost it. I was like, yeah, well, okay. I was understandable today. Like nobody was like everybody was like what who's this nerd and then but I my mom was like I mean she she watches enough music videos and she's like oh that's Harry Styles what's he doing there and I was like ah he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a Marvel guy now and listen he, he looked great in that acting. suit I think it's a perfect cast yo he's surprised his legs were kind of cut I was like what the what's going on here I didn't realize he was built like that I think it's perfect I think yeah. if you know the Star Fox character I think it's a the perfect God of casting love. yeah yeah I love. think it's a It'll work. Dude, do you know how and this the most is, this charming is where, guy ever right now? Basically, this, this yeah. Is, this, this is where I think casting gets so important because they're not going to give him his own movie, but it's very smart because this this is right up there with like Jason Momoa casting. You really? Know what, you know what they're doing? Yeah, you know what they're doing when it comes to the the God of Love, his Harry Styles. Now they didn't do like, oh, the God of Love is fucking this nerd from like a movie. It's Harry Styles. <laughs> Harry Styles. I mean, yeah, that's genius. The biggest star in the world things. right now, with like hundreds and thousands and millions of like he's adoring da- fans. Dating who the, who, he's dating the woman who is probably going to be the next director, right? Like yeah, Olivia, I think, I think Olivia Wilde could easily be the director of um, of Eternals too. No, Oof. no, they would do. I, I can I see them. I, I don't want it, but I can see them doing something. I don't like think that. they need another. If with this huge diverse cast and like the potential that they have to tap into, you know, um, I mean, even like going like deeper into like Fastest's character and his family and stuff like that, I don't think that they need a straight white woman directing this movie, directing the second one. I'm sorry. I think they should bring Chloe back. They yeah. won't. I feel. I fear. But hey, I think they should. Real um, quick, was it just me yeah. or like was the CG on on Pip not working for you? It wasn't good. Yeah, no, it was not. Right. It, it was. It's it a post credit scene, so I'll ones, look. Yeah. I'll look past uh, it. Yeah, okay. that's what I was saying. That's, okay, honestly, it felt okay. Here's what I'll say: it felt really last minute because even Angel, Angelina Jolie, it looked, it looked like a reshoot. It looked. She didn't look like how she looked like the rest of the movie. She's kind of. It looked like a like the the hair looked like really really fake. Yeah, that, that, that wig. That wig was not and, doing it. Like they did not yeah. film that together. No, no. That's way. what I'm saying. It felt. It I, felt yeah, very. It felt very like like okay. But far from home. Uh, what's his name? Nick Fury was was not even there when he filmed that scene with uh with Ned. And so <laughs> yeah. you couldn't tell. But that's what honestly <laughs> that, what this felt like. It felt like okay. This this is happening. Complete different the behind times. the scenes is so funny. Just yeah, I think that was a, I think that was a last minute thing, quite frank. Um, then when you go into the actual post credit credit that, scene, I think that maybe this wasn't supposed to be the post credit at first. I think that Harry might have been in the movie at some point because remember yeah, this yeah. rumor has been going around for a long time. It really, a really very was. long time. I, 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 I can't you believe that. Design, I no no no. I think I think is I think it makes sense because you don't design that suit for this throwaway scene. 
That suit, is, I, I, th- I think that's been in the movie. I think, I think Hannah, you're right because there was too much detail to his suit. I like, think that okay. he might have been cut on the cutting room floor. I do. Yeah, I think the I Harry. Was probably I, in the movie. I, I. But what I will say is that I know it was just like one line or two lines. I just thought. I just think that's just great casting. I think he's going to be great. I, I was star, very surprised fight. by like how natural he felt in front yeah, of the camera. Because I agree. It's hard sometimes with like these people who transition into like acting and like, but you can only see them as like what they've done before. And especially with somebody as like, you know, it's such a, you know, the huge uh, persona is like Harry Styles. Cause like everyone has their like, you know, preconceived notion of him. Everybody knows who Harry Styles is for him mm. to like come on camera and feel just so like natural. And my, my mom, my mom was like about to go off, but I had to talk to, talk to her, I had to talk to her, talk to her off a ledge. Cause she was like, <laughs> she was oh like, my. she was like, wait, why he's going to be in a Marvel movie now? I hate when they do, cause she hates when studios just bring like a chris brown in like a oh. movie you got, you got what i'm saying like she hates like oh, you know no. like when rihanna's in battlefield Trace she songs. hates all yeah she hates all that <laughs> shit she, she absolutely Always. hates when like movie roles are being given to like singers who don't know how to act and i was like no 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 mom, mom, listen think of this more of like donald glover and like lady gaga they i think he going i think he's he's if he's acting Dunkirk, it was like small, but I think he's going to act. I don't think it's going to be like, oh, I'm just here to get my check and I'm going to be, I'm going to bounce. And stuff I think like it's that. a, that's obvious with the project, with the yeah. projects that he's chosen. I think it, even like going back to 2017, I think it speaks volumes that Christopher Nolan cast in a movie. Yeah, I, I told yeah. her, I told her, think of it. Movie. I said, just think of it as like Donald Glover and like Lady Gaga. It's not that. Trust me, and she's like, "Okay, you sure?" I was like, yeah, "Just, just trust me. It's, it's, it's <laughs> not sure. that um, and stuff." Okay, so then the actual po- the actual post credit scene, it was Dane Whitman. Um, he opens oh, the he opens the uh, the complicated case. family history, and he opens the case, <laughs> and the uh, the sword is hissing at him. I, I liked all of that. It was very dark the, and stuff. The ebony blade, and this is where. I figured out who the voice was because a lot of people at the first at the screening that I went to yeah. said, "Oh, that was definitely the Watcher." I'm like, motherfucker, that was Blade. Yo, I was like, that was that was Blade <laughs> because Lee the reason why the voice, the reason why I said it was Blade, not even because that, because they the 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 Blade that he uses to kill. And there's two iterations of Black Knight. There's one iteration where he's like a nerd and he's like, I am the knight of blah, blah, blah. Then there's like another iteration yeah, in the comics knight. where he's like with Blade and he's like dark magic type of stuff. And they and the when he opened it, it was definitely more dark magic, like, oh, death is my reward, and the hissing sounds and the little yeah. it was like it well, the was Blade like, is cursed. Yeah, it, it was like, like it was like coming steel. to him. I was like, Oh my god, this is this is this is like dark magic, like WandaVision, Agatha Harkness type of dark magic type shit. And that voice I was like, oh my god, that's Blade. Show him. No? <laughs> it feels <laughs> like, like the true boot up of like the supernatural side of the MCU that we're getting. You know? Oh, hell yeah. Super I want, I want oh, all yeah. the Midnight Suns. I cannot wait for... Like, give us I, give us Ghost Rider. Like, I want it all. Yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh my god. I didn't know that it was Mahershala Ali at first. My Jamie had to tell me because she loves Mahershala Ali. Uh, we were watching the oh, wow. post-credit scene and I heard the voice and I turned around and I was like, huh? And then she's like, she's like, was that Mahershala Ali? And I was like, fuck you. And then she's 
was like, no, I'm not doing that. Can you imagine if it was the Watcher, though? This giant Watcher in the corner watcher of this head. room. <laughs> I, I just, well, part of me felt like, I was like, where does the Watcher fit in right now? I was like, no, I don't think it would be for Dane Whitman. What the fuck does he want Dane Whitman out of all the people right oh. now? that Like Doctor Strange. I'm like, no, it's not that's, the Watcher. That's the one time the Watcher interferes. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm saying. In the MCU. So, when I watch it the first, when I watch it today... Like you know, when it ha- when the voice comes, nobody moves, and I said, "Man, then the theater was like super quiet." You know, and I, turned, I turned to my mom and I was like, "That was Blade," and she was like, "No, it wasn't." I'm like, yeah, that's Marshall Ali's Blade, and then everyone started looking at like four people looked at me. They were like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Yeah, that's Blade. That's uh." Mahershala Ali, if you know if you know him, he he was cast as Blade a few years ago. That's who that was, and they was like, "Oh wow, cool!" And then they all left. You know, so <laughs> that's um, crazy that a lot of people don't even know that Blade is happening in the MC. <laughs> yeah, because they don't. They haven't really like, talked about it that I, much. Yeah, yeah because it's, it's like twenty twenty four. It was a yeah yeah, but then even yeah, but Hannah like even like that's what I've been saying as far as like everyone with the Snyder cut. It's like we all going crazy, but then the casual audiences they have no, they don't know what a, a, a Hall H is. You think you think Jerry from across the street knows what a Hall H is? He's like, what? They you, just wait for yeah, the trailers. The first, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Movies, He's like, you what? Yeah. You, you geeks, what are you the, talking about? A first, Hall H. <laughs> the first post credit scene was for the general audiences. The second one was for the nerds. Yeah, it was for the it was for the nerds. It was for like me, and I was like, oh man, this is gonna be fantastic. <laughs> I do think it's, I do think it's time to show Blade. So I think they, I know I'm like asking for too much just show him just show him like, in the corner i feel like with with, with the glasses Everybody i think would that know he's then. Gonna, no, hold on i think he's gonna in show moonlight. up in moon knight yeah i a hundred i think he'll show up there i hope because it's been like it's been like three years and i'm like i think they're gonna get... do exactly what they did with jonathan majors and um and Loki. gotta be dope speaking yeah, of that I, disney disney plus day is next dope. week oh, on friday oh. next friday yeah we'll probably get something moon knight related Oh, we'll, we'll definitely get a Moon Knight trailer on Friday. I I agree. I think we're gonna it. get or or and Miss Marvel. I hope because yeah. Miss Marvel is long awaited and stuff. Yeah. But um, I thought the end credit. Okay, so I really hate to do this, but um, so the movie comes out and all the press sees it and the critics and uh, everyone's like, dude, this ending, this 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 post credit. Oh, is, no. is a game changer, man. And I'm like, oh my god, what's it going to be? Mar- Multiverse of Madness, the Spider-Man, <laughs> and it's Star Fox. And I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> Harry Styles is in Star Fox. It's great. That's not a game changer. It's just a character. It's cool. And then maybe I'm like, okay, maybe they're talking about Dane Whitman. And I'm like, Dane Whitman is a game changer. But then maybe they're talking about Blade. And I'm like, guys, can we just stop with the hyperbole, hard when, hype? I, when they I said game all, like, changer, I thought that Will Poulter was going to be the something, the right? Or like, or it's it's like and, I don't know, the Harry Venom's Styles there, out, or, or like you know, you know, Professor X is right there, and like you know, or something <laughs> from multiverse, something. Can it's you imagine? No, it's going to be so funny when one day Marvel's just like fuck it, <laughs> like a random ass movie that they release, like fucking Thor: Love and Thunder, and the post credit scene is fucking. Like X or something, like that's, that's what I'm so saying. And then, and, and then, what's gonna be crazy is that the the critics are gonna be like, "Game changer!" This is one of the crazy, the craziest post credit scenes. And I'm like, "Whatever, you nerds!" And then I finally see it, and it's like, "Oh my god, it is!" But this time, I was really annoyed at that because I saw so many tweets of like that post credit scene. Yeah, you're just gonna fucking lose it, bro. And I was just like, "It's Star Fox." What are you guys talking yeah, about? I mean, st- well, the thing it's the same thing with the Eternals. The Eternals aren't like big 
household name characters. I'm saying, Star Fox. I, I promise you, D- Donald's down the street does not know who Star Fox is, and and and, and this happened every single. T- okay, so the first time I saw the movie um, on Thursday, the crowd went crazy for Harry Styles, at least the girls. You know what I'm saying, yeah, but understandable. I saw it today. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, it happened. I was probably the only guy that's like, ah, he looks great. You know, everybody was like, what? Who's this geek? But like, okay, so then today, Star Fox comes in, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm seeing a lot of young young ladies in the audience. They got to go nuts. And man, and then like this this person with her boyfriend is going to go nuts, and it's going to be crazy. Nobody moved today. I, nobody. Maybe they I all like, knew already. I feel like a lot of people, like... I, every single person? Oh, wait. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I, I'm saying, <laughs> I know that when I went last night, there was a... When I first walked in the theater, I saw, like, five, like, teenage girls sitting next to each other. And I thought they were just there to see the movie because I've seen a lot of, you know, diverse audiences for these MC movies. So I was like, okay. I got into the MC when I was a teenager or whatever. And so we are watching the whole movie and I can tell they're just not engaged with it and they're talking, right? And then we, we get to the end. We get to the end. And then we see that post credit scene and I hear them, like, you know, make some noise. And then I'm about to walk out of the theater and I hear the girl in my circle go, I can't believe we sat through that whole movie for Harry. And I was like, ah! Well, that's oh, what Chloe that's Zhao's bringing to the MCU. That's so embarrassing. Because you know all them stan accounts. Like, oh my god, guys. So oh Harry's in the next Marvel movie. So make sure, yeah, make sure you, make sure you, go, you go support Harry Styles in his new movie and Marvel. And Harry like, Styles is getting that Eternals box office to go up. He will. He will. The day he's all over like MCU marketing, do you know how much it's going to go nuts? Like, you know, Chloe Zhao is already talking the, about it in interviews, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think I think if they're smart, maybe after this weekend they throw in a teaser that has him in it. Maybe I think that they should release a up. character poster like they did with Jonathan Majors after Loki. That's probably right. What they yeah, do. or even that throw it's someone Photoshop him into the Eternals poster. <laughs> Just like all the other ones, <laughs> hey, and then this was Harry Warner, Styles. Listen, this is Warner Brothers, and this movie did like twenty million. You don't think there'll be like a Harry Styles poster on Monday or something? Well, they did do that for Justice yeah, League, and they'll change the title to Harry Styles: The Eternals. And and then second weekend goes bonkers and stuff well, like that. Well, that is what they did for Justice League right. because all the posters for Justice League, the, the Josh Sweden one didn't have Superman in it and then and it didn't then do well it, and then they put Superman horrible. in it. horrible. And then this is what they did all of I hate. I can't, I'm not going to do it. Um, but <laughs> I, of course they would They would have done that. But the movie's good. The movie did pretty good. Um, it's doing around, it's doing around Shang-Chi numbers, um, which is kind of expected with like the lesser known kind of MCU and so, and no matter how much you big it up, it's like the lesser known ones. Their their cap is like a hundred. I mean, it's like less than a hundred mil, which is great. I because, think that's impressive for be, these random because, ass comic book characters, right? So. Because you, I just think that this brand means so much to general audiences that even a sixty million dollar opening that studios would kill for is is deemed a failure. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. The move, like if this movie came out and did sixty five million, it probably will tomorrow, or it will do like over seventy. There's gonna be so many geeks who's like, oh, this must, this is a huge blow to Marvel. You nerd, no, it's not. This is a great number, like you know, yeah, this Disney's is fine because you're accustomed to seeing ninety eight and a hundred and something million dollars for MCU. Then that's it's like it's like with Star. Okay, I was this. This is one of my biggest like befuddled moments on Twitter. Star Wars. The what was it? The Rise of Skywalker comes out and it's like a hundred and seventy five million, a hundred and seventy five million, and you got these Star Wars geeks are like that. What a blow to Disney! What? 
$175 million is a blow to Disney? Whatever, dude. I, I was like, I, box I, I office. Don't know. <laughs> box office is weird because, you know, Venom Let There Be Carnage also has like $400 million for some reason. Yeah, Venom, 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 that IP is like legit. That Morbius trailer, man. I even, saw that even shit without, again today. Even without Spider-Man, both of them, both Morbius and Venom. It's I don't think crazy. Morbius is going to move, though. I'm sorry. No, Morbius ain't I mean, going to do I, shit. <laughs> they're going to throw him in the MCU, though, probably. Fuck, I man. mean, it's kind of obvious and, at this and point. And they're trying. They, I the way that first credit... Feige. This will actually be the end of our relationship. I think it's pretty much a given, especially with the way that it's been teased in the promotion. Tyler, stop stuff. speaking <laughs> in the universe. Stop. I'm sorry. It's not, it's, it's, the movie's done. I can't and, change and the Sony, movie. Sony, is, Sony, they're doing it. They're like, listen, from the creators of Venom, motherfuckers, come off. see we it. Need to, we need to stop. That's what we're doing. They, we're the universe, and God's happen, making it happen right now. Stop. 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 I mean, Sony, maybe, maybe Blade can kill Morbius, and we'll just end it after one movie. So. Oh, my God. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. I know it's Cheryl Leto, but Morbius versus Blade, I mean, that's I'm all for no, all that. So and Dane Whitman. You kidding me? No, and Dane. And Dane. I just like how it's Blade versus Morbius. And Dane. <laughs> I can't stomach it. I can't. I can't stomach and that Dane man's face. Dane Whitman, man. I don't, know. I don't I hope I they don't give well. him a superhero name. I hope they don't call him Black Knight. Just call him Dane Whitman with a soul. I don't know. That's, that's, that's a goofy this, name. Dwayne says this now, but if they actually, like, if Eternals 2 comes out He'll and be angry. they don't say Black Knight, Dwayne's going to be on here raging. Listen. Listen. I I, I think it, I think it'd be hilarious. It's just like you got Captain America, Blade, Captain Marvel, uh, Scarlet Witch, Dane Whitman. That'd be. Wait, great. I thought it was Dane Cook. Is that someone else? Oh my god, Hannah! Wow! What? Dane Cook as Dane Whitman, the Black Knight. Is that they probably would have done that. Is that someone famous? <laughs> yes, Hannah. Dane, Dane Cook is, is a that? comedian. Okay. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think if maybe if the MCU uh, was a couple decades Listen, I, sooner, I had both of those Dane names Cook. in my head when I was at work earlier, and I was thinking about it. I was like Dane Whitman, and I said that I was like, no, that doesn't seem right. It's Dane Cook. And then I get settled on Dane Cook, and so saying that does what not feel stupid because I had it oh, yeah. earlier. Introducing Dane Cook as the Black Knight. <laughs> that would, that would be, be horrible. I think that would be that would be where I would turn <laughs> off Eternals. <laughs> All right, everyone. Like I, um, I think that is it for our spoiler review for Marvel's Eternals. Lengthy, lengthy, lengthy review. Thank you guys all for listening. If you listen this far, I really appreciate it. Um, I'll go around, get everyone's social medias. I will start with you, Tyler. Let everyone know they can follow you. Uh, well, yeah, the uh, YouTube channel or Tyler Calvert, where you see all my reviews, reactions, all that jazz over there. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram, and it's Tyler Calvert. All right, and Colby. Yo, you can follow your boy. I'm on all the socials at Colby Told Me. That's K O L B Y T O L D Me. So when they ask you where you heard it from, you can tell them Colby Told Me. All right, and my arch nemesis, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> At Redditted Hannah on Twitter. Anyway, um, okay, you can follow me. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter as well at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah, Kobe, and Tyler. Talk to you guys soon. 